Welcome back to Process. As I'm recording this, it is now 2021. If you're like me, I'm sure you were glad to see that clock strike midnight and the year 2020 just kind of to fade into the annals of history. For many of us, it was not a great year. It was not a great year for planning, and if you're into productivity at all, which you probably are listening to this podcast, it probably wasn't a great year for productivity either. All the variation, the variables, the destabilization of our lives that happened in 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic could really throw a wrench in what you had planned for the year. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about how I am not a fan of goals. I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm not a fan of trying to plan out bigger, broader time spans. Our minds just can't even handle it. We're really bad as people at trying to plan for the future. Heck, I mean, having kids at home, I am lucky to be able to plan out effectively past lunch or even within the first couple hours of my day. This is also why I'm not a huge fan of time blocking. 99.9% of the time when I sit down to time block my day, something happens in the middle of it, and almost every single day, I have to readjust that time block many, many times, and it's just too much mental overhead for me. So I am not a big advocate personally for trying to be meticulous in my planning. I am an advocate, though, for setting myself up with a framework for making decisions. Planning for some of you can be that. Time blocking for some of you can be that. Setting goals for some of you can be that. For me though, one of the most effective things that I have done for the last number of years, it's probably three or four years now that I've done this, is setting a theme for the year. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk through how I've come up with themes for the year, what they've meant for me, how it's worked out, and what I'm looking to do for 2021. Now, if you're looking for a way to take a look at your holistic year to try to figure out how you might be able to better structure it in the future, we do have a free resource here at Effective Remote Work called the Annual Review Template. I have a video over on the YouTube channel walking through how you can use this. If you're interested in getting it, all you have to do is head over to annualreviewtemplate.com to download the template today. This template is something that I use every single year to try to figure out how the year went, how I stayed on track with my theme for the year, and how I'm going to structure my theme for the next year. But first, you might be wondering, what's a theme? I discussed this a bit last year in an episode where I talked about why New Year's resolutions don't work and what you should do instead. I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode. But if you're not familiar with it, a theme for your year comes from the podcast Cortex with CGP Grey and Mike Hurley. The idea for a theme is to create something broad enough to allow you some flexibility and wiggle room in it, but meaningful enough to you to where you can use it to help guide you and make decisions. So for example, my theme for 2020 was the year of stabilization. Funny, right? In the year where everything across the globe seemed to destabilize, my theme was the year of stabilization. But in truth, I was able to focus on stabilization in my life fairly easily. So here's what stabilization meant to me for 2020. First and foremost, in 2019, we had a lot of changes in my family, from moving houses, changing jobs, having another baby, and so in 2020, I wanted to focus on what it would look like to stabilize my family and our routines after all of those changes. 
Additionally, stabilization meant to me to try to focus on stabilizing my productivity systems and to stop switching tools so much. There are a few staples that have stayed in the tool belt, such as the bullet journal. There have been some new ones that cropped up in the year of 2020, such as Obsidian. But generally, my focus was to try to find a workflow that actually worked without switching tools. Another thing that it meant to me was to stabilize my business so that it was self-sustaining. Instead of investing my own personal funds into it, try to generate some kind of income so that it could run on its own. And then lastly, a focus to further build a stable support network of friends and family. A theme is really built around a name. So like I mentioned, my theme for the year of 2020 was stabilization. And then you can see what it kind of meant to me when I look through all the different ways that I could focus on stabilizing things in that year. That name then becomes a North Star of sorts for yourself. So when you're faced with a decision for your family or for a career change or for a new project to take on, you then can refer back to that theme and say, does this help me stabilize my life or is this going to destabilize it further? That's really the best way that I can explain a theme. A theme is simply a guidepost that you can use to make decisions about how you are going to conduct and run your life for that year. How do you come to a theme? The primary way that I come to a theme is just by thinking about it. What has happened in this year, say maybe 2019, that I want to change or focus on differently in the next year? As I mentioned, in 2019, there were so many things that destabilized my family and my life in that year, and I wanted to focus on calming that down. It took a little bit of reflection, it took a little bit of time to try to figure out what that theme was, and I generally start thinking about these in about September. September seems to be a really great time to start thinking about these things. I just naturally start to think in terms of what's coming next in about September of the year. I'm looking toward the next year at that point and trying to wrap up the current year so that I can start to move on into the next thing. Sometimes I have a theme right away. Sometimes it takes me a couple of months to narrow down what that theme is. Then as I'm thinking and pondering on that theme, some of these spokes come off of it. Kind of gives me a general idea of what the theme is, but then I get more specific about it. So that's the stuff like stabilizing my family, stabilizing my productivity systems, stabilizing my business, and so on. However, a lot of the guidance for the theme comes from that annual review that I do. If you haven't done an annual review before, I highly recommend trying one. It's one of my most favorite activities to do every single year. So if you've had challenges with goals or trying to have some kind of New Year's resolution, trying to plan your year in some way, maybe a theme is right for you. Themes don't have fail states to them generally. They're more of a way to guide your decisions for the year and throughout the year. You don't even need to have just one theme. You could have one or two or three different themes through the year just as long as you know what those themes mean to you so that you can make decisions according to those themes throughout the year. If they're too broad, too general, they're too specific even too, it can be very difficult to use those themes to make decisions. But a theme is extremely forgiving as well. If you make it a little bit too general, well then just hone it in a little bit more. You don't even have to change the naming of it, but just define what it means to you. So what does that mean for me? I wanted to round out this episode walking through my theme for 2021. I've mentioned it briefly on the podcast a couple of different times, 
But my theme for 2021 is the year of slowing down. 2020 was an easy year to get overwhelmed. It was an easy year to take on way too much. As I talked about in the last episode, my year in review, I took on a lot of new projects this year. I started a new podcast, Remotely Working, a YouTube channel, launched a course, plus I've been taking on more responsibilities at work through some software development that I'm doing. In a lot of ways, 2020 was a year of more. Then add in the emotional and mental stresses of the pandemic, how that affects my family, how that affects my wife and her work, how that affects our relationships with people. It was a tough year, and I know I'm not alone in that. The trick is, though, is that when things get challenging, when things get stressful, it's easy to try to hide in things that you're doing. I know this is something that I experienced last year, and I had a few friends call me out on that and said, hey, maybe you need to slow down a little bit. And when they said that, and this whole concept of slowing down came up in multiple places over the last year, I kind of started to realize maybe this was something that I needed to focus on for the upcoming year. So that's kind of how I came to this decision. It was kind of a convergence of a lot of different things happening in my life. Being a little too overwhelmed, having a number of projects going on, then also having a number of people suggest this concept of slowing down or rest or leisure, reading a couple of different books about it, seeing it in different places. It just kind of clicked in my head that this was a thing that I needed to focus on. So for me in 2021, what does slowing down mean? I've narrowed it down to a few different things. First and foremost, to practice essentialism in my business and in my work life. What does this mean? Well, focusing on what's important and trying to let the rest of the stuff go. So in my business, that looks like focusing on the most important content channels, the YouTube channel, this podcast. And this also means, too, trying to figure out how to have a reasonable content production schedule. Last year, I was posting a podcast every week and a YouTube video, plus having a full-time job, plus with my wife working and me needing to take care of kids and other stuff going on. It was just a lot. It was way too much. And so over the next few months, I'm going to be focusing on finding that reasonable rhythm of posting content that's helpful for you, but that's also beneficial for me so that I can keep doing it for the long term. Another thing is to focus on building an integrated life. I've done a podcast episode on this over on Remotely Working, but there is this newer concept called work-life integration that I am trying to flesh out for myself and figure out what it means. I really think work-life integration rests upon the concept of rest, being able to have an adequate amount of time for your work, your family, your relationships, and your hobbies. My aim for 2021 and slowing down is to learn how to balance my schedule well so that I'm not overworking myself, but also so that I have time to rest and do things that rejuvenate me, and then also spending time with my family. Another spoke for this theme is to slow down when solving problems. For years, I mean decades, I have had this mindset of I need to go as fast as I can. I've been fighting that and tempering it myself for quite a long time, but even in solving programming problems and things of that sort, I've begun to realize that fast is not always better. Sometimes if you can take twice as long to figure out what a problem is, you then find a much better solution for that problem. When you go fast, you miss details. So 2021 is a year of me intentionally making decisions to put the brakes on 
to think more clearly, to slow down. Slowing down also looks like for me, not consuming as much content. Instead of watching YouTube videos and browsing hacker news and looking at other places on the internet, reading news, I want my main source of content conception to be books. I talked about this last year too, I believe. And this is something that has come up year after year after year. And I haven't quite figured out how to act on it in a long-term effective way. But books tend to communicate a much clearer and comprehensive idea than a blog post or a post on social media does. Not to mention you don't get all of the negativity that tends to surround blog posts and news articles and social media posts that exist these days. So 2021 is going to be a time to try to figure out what that looks like. And then lastly, time to try to create more single-focused time and space. This looks like deep work. If you haven't read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport, I definitely recommend checking it out. Newport can be fairly pessimistic when it comes to technology, but he definitely has some insights when it comes to building a work lifestyle that is balanced, not only in spending time digitally and in deep focused work, but also in disconnecting. Newport's work tends to really be the crux of how do you start to build a life of rest, a life of leisure, a life of solitude integrated in to be able to do good work, but then also have an integrated life to where work doesn't consume everything. You're not just going 100 miles an hour, pedal to the metal all of the time, trying to get the most amount of stuff that you can done. And as always, I'll be talking about this on the podcast throughout the year. And if you have any questions at all about what this means for me, or if you're interested in starting a theme yourself, I would love to hear from you. We have a couple of different channels that I'm focusing on for 2021. Those namely being our Discord chat, which I'll post an invite link in the show notes for that. That's going to be kind of our hangout spot for effective remote work. If you want to keep up on what's going on across the whole of effective remote work and connect with other people who are interested in these type of topics, that's the place to go. The other is on the community at community.effectiveremotework.com. If you're interested in having deeper conversations about specific subjects or you have deep questions that you want to ask, that's the place to go to. So if you're interested in learning more about my theme, you have questions about it, or building your own theme, hit up either the Discord or the Discourse. I know that's a little confusing, but we will be able to help you out there if you have any need for that. That wraps things up for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you have a fantastic 2021, and I hope that it looks way better than your 2020 did, because I believe that 2021 has a lot of promise and a lot of hope in it. Again, my name is Justin with Effective Remote Work. This has been Process. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.